Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, May 20th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Facebook is about to go head-to-head with Amazon and eBay, and why Germany and France's 500 billion euro recovery plan still has a few hurdles to overcome. Plus, Oyo, Didi, Uber, all of these big bets from SoftBank's Vision Fund took a hit because of coronavirus. So what does that mean for founder Masayoshi-san and his future investments? If you look back at Masa's career, he's obviously very famous for making tech investments after a crisis. I mean, he's very good at finding opportunities when there is a crisis, when the valuations crash. Our Tokyo correspondent, Kana Inagaki, will explain. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Facebook has a little more than two and a half billion users. And Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg is betting they'll flock to the social network's new online shopping venture. The company said on Tuesday that the service will be called Facebook Shops, and it will allow sellers to create digital storefronts on Facebook or Instagram. Users can browse products, message businesses to arrange purchases, and in some cases, buy things directly through an online checkout feature. In an interview with the FT, Mr. Zuckerberg said the company is ramping up its plans for Facebook shops to take advantage of the coronavirus crisis online shopping boom. He also suggested that the service could work for restaurants sometime in the future. Food delivery has, of course, grown in popularity during the lockdowns. But when it comes to the main rival in e-commerce, Amazon, Mr. Zuckerberg said that he was not trying to copy its end-to-end experience. Instead, he would work with existing e-commerce services such as Shopify. That company helps small businesses create online shops and takes care of analytics and payments. It's also expected to work with other shipping and logistics services. The push into e-commerce is also tied to Facebook's advertising business. Mr. Zuckerberg said they'll be able to use the data from the shopping platform to improve its ad service, and then charge more for it. On Monday, France and Germany announced they were both pushing for a 500-euro recovery fund. The plan marks a potentially significant breakthrough. Just a few weeks ago, Paris and Berlin weren't exactly seeing eye-to-eye on how to pay for recovery efforts. But even with a united Germany and France, the proposal still needs the support of the 27 EU member states. The FT's Brussels bureau chief, Sam Fleming, explains how the proposed fund works and why it still has a long way to go. This will be funded by the European Commission borrowing in the markets, and that's quite an unusual step. The Commission does have the power to borrow in the financial markets at the moment. It has borrowed over the course of years uh, tens of billions, but this will be of a different order of magnitude in terms of European Union borrowing. The borrowing will be backed by member states via guarantees and uh, an increase in the so-called headroom in the European budget, which is a buffer in that budget, plus guarantees from member states, then allows the Commission to maintain its AAA rating and borrow on the financial markets on, on large scale. Now, 500 billion is more than what we thought would be borrowed by the European Commission. Previous plans from the European Commission internally generated from the EU executive were talking more about 320 billion of borrowing. So this is a step change in terms of the amount of firepower that the fund would have. But I would stress this is not anything final. This is just a proposal from two member states. So then what's next for the proposal, Sam? So what happens next is the Commission will come up with its fully worked through plans for the upcoming seven-year budget and the recovery fund. 
The Commission will come out with this plan, then we'll hear from Charles Michel, who's the President of the European Council, and he will no doubt summon a summit. We don't have a date for that yet, but that will be, in a sense, the crux moment when he tries to get member states to come round behind an agreed plan. Now, whatever emerges from this will not be identical to what France and Germany are proposing today. It will not be identical to what the European Commission is going to propose next week. But hopefully, uh, European Union leaders will be able to come around something which puts significant amounts of firepower into building back the economic systems of countries which have been really badly hit. So Sam, you said that some members will have to come around. Who still needs to be convinced and why? Uh, There are a number of constituencies who have to be pleased here. All 27 member states have to agree. Any one of them can veto. But broadly speaking, you can see three clubs, in a sense. The Southern European member states, who've been absolutely clobbered by this economically. Central and Eastern European member states, who are particularly, who've also been very hard hit economically, but not as hard hit in terms of the health crisis. And then the Northern European states, in particular, Denmark, Netherlands, Austria, and Sweden. Now, they are quite skeptical about the idea of the European Commission borrowing money and then giving it out as grants. They argue that it even could be a violation of EU treaties. And so they are digging their heels in at the moment. Now, it remains to be seen how deep their heels are dug. The fact that Germany has now basically come out in favor of the idea of grants rather than just loans is highly significant and puts them under a lot of pressure. So it remains to be seen whether they move. Um, We'll be watching out to see what their formal response is in the coming days. And that'll give us a better idea of how difficult or easy it will be to forge a deal which brings everyone on board. On Monday, SoftBank reported a $13 billion annual loss. But it wasn't too much of a surprise. The Japanese group and its vision fund had heavily backed WeWork, whose valuation crashed in 2019. And some of the tech fund's other big investments in shared economy and travel are faring badly during the pandemic. So how will founder Masayoshi-san respond to this tough time? For one, SoftBank might not pay a dividend for the first time in more than 20 years. Our Tokyo correspondent, Kana Inagaki, has more. So I've been watching SoftBank's presentation for a long time, and obviously Maso is known for being one of the most bullish CEOs out there. So for example, in February, you know, he declared that the tide has turned for the Vision Fund. Obviously, that turned out not to be true. But this time, I actually found him to be quite pessimistic about the outlook. Both, you know, he had a very dire outlook for the impact of this virus crisis could have. And he also has serious concerns about potential risk of, for example, the second wave of infections, which led to a more, a bit more realistic, perhaps, or a darker outlook for how the investment environment is going to recover from here. And what did he say about prospects for the Vision Fund, which lost $18 billion? How many of the companies in its portfolio are expected to survive the pandemic? So he clearly admitted challenges, for example, in finding outside investors for the second vision fund that he's been trying to launch for a long time. But he was also very defensive and said, you know, if you give it more time and, you know, once this crisis is over and if you look at the overall performance, he did express confidence that people will change their view on the vision fund. And Kana, you said he was defensive. Mr. Sun compared himself to Jesus Christ while defending his investment strategy, saying that uh, he too was misunderstood and criticized. 
Um, There was also a boardroom reshuffle. There was most notably a change in the departure of Jack Ma, a longtime ally of Mr. Sun and the co-founder of Alibaba. And SoftBank is actually selling some of its shares in Alibaba. What else did Mr. Sun say about the group, about how the group is going to stem its losses? So since this outbreak and the you know crash in its shares, SoftBank has unveiled this you know unprecedented 41 billion sale in assets, and part of that, like you say, is going to be uh, the sale of its shares in Alibaba. SoftBank has not made clear what other assets will be put on sale, but clearly the next target is T-Mobile. So SoftBank owns shares in Sprint, which merged with T-Mobile. And so SoftBank is now in talks with T-Mobile's parent, Deutsche Telekom, to sell more of its shares in the new T-Mobile entity. So that is expected to make up a significant portion of its asset sale. So Kana, considering how these investments have gone, Is there less appetite for SoftBank to keep making big tech investments? So, yeah, I mean, people think that because of the difficulty that SoftBank is having with finding interest in the Vision Fund 2, that that might actually slow down SoftBank's investment activity as well. But if you look back at Masa's career, he's obviously very famous for making tech investments after a crisis. I mean, he's very good at finding opportunities when there is a crisis, when the valuations crash. And so there are certainly questions about how he, whether the Vision Fund 2 is going to materialize, but SoftBank will still be putting in its own capital to continue investments. And people who know Masa well clearly say that Masa is not the type to give up easily and his appetite for investments is not going away anytime soon. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.